So Odo Beckham is a whiny bitch. He's now complaining that him playing in New York didn't allow him to achieve his full potential. I've never heard of a player saying that about playing in New York and then being traded to Cleveland. Now Cleveland, all of a sudden, he's a new flower and he's blossomed into something that his potential can be shown. It's not like Eli didn't throw to him literally every fucking down. Yep. He kept complaining that he wasn't getting the ball. He was I, getting the ball all the time. Bullshit. He's I feel like the, the Browns could go either way, especially with all the egos and Tyreek Hill. They got too much to not Tyreek Hill. Kareem uh, Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's ego wasn't a problem. Yes, but... It's just there's... that he kicked the shit out of his girlfriend. Well, yes, but that still could be a problem. Yeah, I feel why? like that it could be. It could definitely be a problem. Yeah. Do you think Kareem Hunt's going to kick the shit out of his quarterback like he kicked the shit out of his girlfriend? Yeah, Everybody, no. Everybody's signing on for a Brown Super Bowl this year. Baker Mayfield uh, could take him. That's not a question in my yeah. mind. Yeah, I do think so. What about it? You don't think Baker Mayfield could take uh, could take Kareem Hunt? He might I, be able to. I wholeheartedly believe that he could take him. I don't know. Kareem Hunt's a fully grown man. So is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield yeah, they're both. 22. I think I got Baker. I don't I think, think that. I don't think age. that really matters. You no, have, they're not. Last year was Kareem Hunt's rookie year, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? No. No, two years ago. No. It was a couple of years. It was like two or three years so ago. So you're year off. Kareem Hunt's twenty three. How old's Baker Mayfield? Not that. Yeah, he's twenty four. Twenty four. Baker Mayfield's older. So there you go, yeah. Josh. Holy shit! April fourteenth, nineteen ninety five. Kareem Hunt's bigger. How much does Kareem Hunt weigh? I hope you're wrong about this, Trish. I no. really Kareem hope he is. is totally Kareem big. Hunt weighs two hundred and one pounds. Baker is not more than two. Baker weighs 209. Do you want height? You want to go by height? Yeah. Sure. What's Kareem Hunt's 5'11? Baker's 6'1. Oh, Baker's way higher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Baker wrong on every level. Bro, wingspan. Wingspan? You want wingspan? This ain't the NBA. It don't matter. Punches? Yeah, it does. Oh, okay. For a fight, it does. We're talking about a fight here. What do you mean? No, 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 no. To be fair, in a fight, it's not. To be fair, Kareem Hunt's main thing is kicking. Yeah, but to women. Wow. I can't even find his wingspan. Really? I'm surprised. Zion was introduced today at the presser for the New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans, oh, hands yeah. down, worst team name in sports. Why? Well, I like it. Pelican? Huh? Th- that's not fierce or anything. I, I guess. Yeah, you're right. It, it's just a terrible name. It's, they went from Hornets to Pelicans. Hornets was so much better than Pelicans. Yeah. Well, now you have the Hornets in Charlotte. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Bobcats was better than Pelicans, and you had the that's Bobcats true. in Charlotte. I love the Bobcats. The Their logo the is awesome. New Orleans. But... So, and the GM for the New Orleans Pelicans said that Zion Williamson, this isn't his team. It's Drew Holiday's team. Which is a lie. It's Zion's, it's Zion's team. That He's going to touch the they ball They wouldn't have been possession. good without him. Well, they still might have been decent. They got Zion. Well, they got Lonzo. Well, after trading AD, hey, after yeah, trading they could have been decent. But now with friggin' Zion on there, they're possibly a playoff team. They're definitely yeah, a playoff team. Seed. I don't know. I, I was uh, watching PTI today. And uh, Tony brought up a good point. He said that LeBron, when he got in the league, didn't get in the playoffs for two years. He also didn't have Lonzo. Yeah, but Ingram, you can't expect too much from a rookie player. Like you can't expect him to carry a team to the playoffs. But he still he's never well, this, played. He still at has the help. NBA he has Drew Holiday and Lonzo. This is, this is Lonzo's third season. This is Ingram's third season. No, I, I know he's like, got a good team around him. There's no doubt about he's that. He's got players that can get there. Yeah, it's just you can't. If he doesn't make it to the playoffs this season, it's not a failure. No, obviously. Like he, in the long run, he's worth it 100%. Yeah. You're so 500 should be good enough to make the playoffs. This is yeah. the NBA. Yeah, I'm saying unless they're under like... The Nets were well under, under 500, 500, I'm pretty sure. No, they're 42 and 40. Oh, so they were two games over, but yeah. still. It doesn't take much to make the playoffs in the NBA. Yeah, yeah I know. No, uh, I mean, the, he almost made it with, like, what record? 41 They almost won the division. 
Really? Yeah. That's the Charlotte wild. Hornets won that division last oh, year. Oh, yeah. No, not Charlotte. The only team in that division that made the playoffs. Who's in that division? Miami, Charlotte, fucking the other one. Fucking. <laughs> who won Who won the AL South, uh, Southeast last year? The AL. Not, not the, sa- no. the Southeast the South division. division. Orlando. Orlando, yeah. Okay, yeah, the Magic. That's the one I couldn't 40. think of. Yeah, 42, 42 and 40, 40 won a division. Then it was Charlotte with 39 and 43. Won. Would almost win it. Yeah. They need to win another game. That would the Magic almost won their division and missed the playoffs. Oh, God. That that, been, oh, yeah. That can happen. Yeah, it, it can. So, the, like, another thing that's happened before we get to the interview later on this episode of Will Smith, um, former yeah, linebacker. That Will Smith. Former linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays have been. Per, uh, the, the league has gave them permission to um, look at a j- joint city. How, how do we call this? I I've never heard of anything they be, like uh, this. Yeah, done before. Two, this two has city it? team this has is what I read online. Yeah, it's a two city. This how is, this, how would that they work? want to play early season games in Tampa and late season games. Actually, Montreal. I think it's opposite. I think it's the other way around. I think it's the other way around. I they think want they want Montreal in the beginning yep. and then Tampa. This Bay has been late. done before. But the town of or not the town, but uh, wherever their stadium is located, like the town that owns Saint the team, Petersburg? I guess St. Yeah. Petersburg, they said they don't want them talking to Montreal. Yeah. And they have a the stadium uh, contract till twenty twenty seven. But yeah. I have a feeling this could potentially lead to the well, Rays moving. I heard to Montreal. This, they would probably want to see how happen, much money they could make up there in Montreal. They'd have to build uh, th- apparently a fan they're base? gonna fund two buildings. One in Mo- well, two Burgess. brand new buildings. One in Montreal, one in Tampa. That's not gonna happen. No. Why would not. you want to build one in Tampa if you're just gonna be? Montreal? Well, so I'm thinking they they want in the long run to see how much money they can make in both cities. This league will not move to Montreal. You don't think so? No, because the players will never approve it. Because the MLB, the players have to approve it too. Yeah. Taxes are too high, and no player wants to play in Canada. Taxes are high in Toronto too. Yeah, I know. They're probably but more. They, I feel like they're more. They in have Toronto. a set fan base. Montreal didn't work. One. Quebec has higher taxes than Ontario. Quebec you won't tell work me you again. wouldn't like to see the Expos again. Though? I would, I would but nobody else. It. But the players and owners won't. Yeah, and I would like. Even if they get approval to play in both cities, it is, it's, there's doubt that it'll even be approved by the players. And even then, they gotta wait till 2027. Yeah. So now both cities can happen now. Well, yeah, both. But what's it called? Moving completely yeah. would be how the last they would have time. To wait. The last time this has happened was with the Montreal Expos in 2004. They split their team between San Juan, Puerto Rico, and Montreal. Oh, okay. That's the last time this has happened. Well, what was the goal in that? Uh, Expand the game. Yeah. The, the league owned the Expos at that point. Oh, okay. And they wouldn't... Yeah, they, they just, they want, they they just wanted to get baseball around. They whatever they wanted rounds. to with them. Yeah. But the, the MLB won't be returning to Montreal. Now, this is a good idea for the league, just in case to see there is any kind of interest there. Yeah. Well, I know the Rays have been trying to get a new stadium for years now. Yeah. The town, they, St. Petersburg, is it? I forgot. Yeah, St. Petersburg, yeah, they, Florida. They a lot of baseball fans don't like this. I think it's a smart move by both the league and the Rays because the league, you can at least judge what kind of interest there is in Montreal for a baseball team. Yeah. Even though it probably wouldn't happen. I mean, if they can make enough money, like players putting would, games up there. Player, nothing nothing hmm. compares to making American money over. <laughs> That's true. It's not the same. Yeah. And for the Rays. Perhaps it would have worked better if they used another American city, but it's a bargaining chip mm. saying, hey, if you don't give us our stadium, we're out. We even got another place set up already. Yeah, yeah. I see I another city in mind. Yeah. Try to, like, force a lot of baseball fans area. don't like it, but it, it, baseball's a business. Yeah, no, well, yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to in any case, you know, when you're dealing with players, when you're dealing with teams, and even with exactly. the stadiums. It's all business, and they want money. Our president, Donald Trump, would call it the art of the deal. Yes, he would. <laughs> yeah. Can you see another city that could potentially be 
home to this. Charlotte, That's- Nashville. Uh, I heard uh, Louisiana possibly. Yeah, Vegas. New Orleans could work. Vegas could work. Depending on how Vegas football dome, does. Though. Vegas need a dome. You can't play too in, hot. You can't play in the summer yeah. in Vegas. I mean, I feel like it could work in Vegas, but they got to see how much, how the football does first. Yeah, dome, man. Well, no, is Put the football stadium? Yeah, we that, just said that's that. what we just said. Well, is the I football stadium in oh, Vegas wow. going to be? Well, they're yeah. in the winter. No, but it's going to be a dome. It's going to be a dome. Yeah. Okay. Because preseason games don't August. Yeah. No, I'm talking about for baseball. Yeah, I know. You know, well, yeah, we're we, just we, yeah, we said that too. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> like the what was it? Twins used to play in a dome. Well, the, well, they, they're up in Minnesota. That's so. why they played in the dome. It's yeah, too cold. The Astro Dome. No, that was the Astros. Oh. And just, I'm pretty sure, aren't they still playing in that? They play in one with a retractable roof. Yeah. Which is what they would probably have if they built one in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay? No. Why do you think the Twins played in the Astrodome? It's that hot sauce. Twins played yeah, in the yeah I was about to say, I think the hot sauce Astro got to turf them. came from? The Astrodome? Yes, the Astros, yes! Okay, calm down. Why would it be the, the, it's te- not the Twin Dome? Yeah. <laughs> it's not called Twin Turf. <laughs> it's Astro Turf. There you go. You got a problem with that? Yeah. God. Calm down. I think the Yankees are going to win the World Series this year. Oh, Thank you. Because they yeah. trade for Encarnacion? No, no. If they get another pitcher, it's going to be a well, they, deal. What about the they, Mets? Oh, that hot sauce. They I just gave said up on today the that they aren't okay. going to uh, trade Frazier for a, uh, a rental. Oh, really? So no Wheeler, no Bumgarner. Well, I was thinking maybe like they can look in-house for Isn't a pitcher. Because I feel like whoever they bring Frazier. up is going to oh. do just fine for them. And I heard there was a guy yeah, in AAA I, that they really like. I think they'll make a trade for a pitcher, and I think it, eventually it will be Clint Frazier getting traded for a rental, or maybe even Brett Gardner for a rental. Yeah. Because his role has drastically yeah, changed yeah. now that that Aaron lineup Judge is back so tonight. dangerous. Aaron man. Judge is batting leadoff tonight. I, I heard. Houston. I was listening to the He's fan tonight. Light it up. I could not believe that. Well, that's because you could put him anywhere. That lineup is insane. Yeah. You could put any guy at any the point. Out, the outfield is Hicks, Judge, and Stanton. That. The infield is Luke Voigt, Gleyber Torres, Didi Gregorius. Yeah. And so, uh, so who plays third? Gio Urshela plays yeah, third Urshela. right now. And then if Tulowitzki ever comes back, he'll play third. He, I heard he's not. Though. I heard on the fan today, I mean, like, they were having a conversation about possible, like, like the players they have. They have arguably seven, like, four hitters. Yeah. On that team. Gary Sanchez at catcher they're, and then Encarnacion's DH. They're all... You could Whole, like you could put Stanton at four. You could put Judge at four. You could put Encarnacion at four. Encarnacion leaves the uh, AL in home runs. Yeah. You could put Sanchez at four on most teams. Uh, Hicks when he's DD, hot, you could arguably. put at four. Didi arguably when he's hot. Gleyber uh, Torres in a few more years even is going to be a four. Even now, like he's hot. He had a right grand now. slam the other day. Yeah. I'm like half that team is just power. They're the Bronx Bombers. This is probably the most powerful lineup they've had. In, a long they're gonna time. they're gonna re-break the home run record they set last year. I wouldn't doubt it. Do you I think re- that it's the best hitting lineup they've had since Murderers Row? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Power wise, it's better. You think it's better than Murderers Row? Power wise, I think than Murderers Row most are. Yeah. Power wise. Yeah, but still for the time, like for, if you, yeah, I guess yeah, you gotta win a World Series. I, I think yeah, they well, will. You gotta win. If 10. somehow this core <laughs> doesn't win a World Series. I, I think it'd be. I think <laughs> it's, it's, it's on pitcher. Yeah, it's on pitching. It's going to be up to I think L.A. or uh, Chicago. I think the Red Sox and Astros could still beat them. It's still a seven game series. 
Yeah, but especially when Altuve's on and that's true. Bregman's on, it, and it all comes down to pitching. They need that uh, third and fourth pitcher. Yeah. So I don't. See, I don't see CC being in clutch games. Yeah, I don't see CC playing in many playoff games. I hope play out but of the pen. Yeah, I feel if like they, if they acquire another starter, he'll be out of the pen. Yeah, he pitched well the other day. But Seven strikeouts. I just don't think he's he doesn't have the stuff to be dominant in he the playoffs. He needs a lot anymore. of rest. Yes. He can't be doing Bullpen. five. Yes. One inning, two inning. Out Easily. Of the pen. Yeah, he could do that. If somebody comes in and gets shelled early, you bring in CC out of the pen. And yeah. a veteran presence there during playoff time. So we're going to move now to the Will Smith interview. He's going to talk about what it's like trying out in the XFL, what it was like playing for the Dallas Cowboys, albeit just in the preseason. He's going to talk about what it was like at Texas Tech and how the CFL differs from the NFL. So enjoy. So we're here with Will Smith, uh, former Dallas uh, Dallas Cowboys linebacker, and uh, new invite to the XFL Summer Showcase that that occurred last Friday, right? Or yeah, last Friday. Yeah, the Dallas one. Yeah, how'd that how'd that go for you? Uh, it's it's probably new territory for you because uh, this is a new league starting up. Uh, just tell me about how that went on Friday for you. I went pretty well, you know, seeing a lot of familiar faces, like old teammates and then guys, you know, you played against in college, but I went well, uh, had a good time, uh, I believe I did pretty well, but obviously it was the first one, so you don't know your feedback until all of it's done, but I feel pretty good about it, and I'm excited for whatever's happening next. It's not like it's your first time stepping foot on a football field, you know, eventually I would guess that at some point out there, the muscle memory starts to kick in, what you're used to starts to kick in, and it just feels natural again. Is something like that? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, obviously, you always feel like those, those little anxious nerves I was at this point in you know, my career, not so much being like nervous of not knowing the things to get out there again. But yeah, once you know what I'm saying, once you get going, like riding the bike again. I want to talk a little bit first about your. Uh, your NFL career, your brief two stints with the Dallas Cowboys. You were a seventh round draft pick in 2014. What is yeah. the what is the feeling as a late round draft pick? Uh, last day of that draft, you're waiting for your name to be called, and you finally get the call from the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, coming from junior college and only have two years really to try to showcase your talent. I mean, obviously, you know and believe that you know what I'm saying you should be a higher round pick, but you know just. You're just watching yourself fall yeah. and you're wondering why. Right, yeah. So, I mean, it, it gets a little depressing. But, I mean, you got to, you know what I'm saying, recollect yourself, take a, take a, step, take a step aside and just be blessed that you're in the opportunity. But, I mean, yeah, so I'm just sitting in my uh, living room and I'm with my family watching. And obviously, they all figured I was going to go the last day as well. But, uh, so I'm just sitting there and then I get a call from a Dallas area called and I'm figuring it's one of the scouts saying that, you know, we want to bring you in as a free agent because it's getting kind of late. But at that, that point, I was just like, man, like, you guys kept hyping it up that you are going to do it and didn't do it. So I was kind of getting over the whole Dallas recruitment. And then and I answered the phone, and it's, uh, it's Jason Garrett and uh, <laughs> Jason Garrett and uh, the coach and staff. Oh, that, must, that, that must be one hell of a yeah. call. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, all them and uh, Jerry Jones and all them are on the phone. And then they're like, hey, where are they going? 
Jerry Jones to Dallas Cowboys. And I'm like, oh shit, like, this is crazy. This is a dream come true. And he's like, yeah, how would you like to be Dallas Cowboy? You know what I'm saying? Turn into your uh, red, red, and colors for a cowboy. And I'm like, I love that. Like, he's like, well, you know, we're going to turn in our pick. We, we already turned our pick in. You're our guy. And, you know, Just a great like, feeling. Yeah, man, there's nothing like it, especially like, you know, I, I grew up a Dallas Cowboys fan, so it's just like surreal, really, so. Hey, Will, so uh, at the XFL Summer Showcase, uh, was it most, was it like the NFL Draft Combine? Uh, for, uh, no, nah, it, was, it was a little dialed down. It wasn't that drastic, you know, but it was mainly just to see, see guys move around and how do guys look, but uh, it was a good showcase. It was solid, you know, I feel like they got everything that they wanted to see. They filmed everything from, you know what I'm saying, any stretching to all that, so it was, it was, it was nice, neat, and very organized. So you were uh, you're waived by the Cowboys and you signed with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers of the Canadian Football League, and then right. uh, you ended up with a second stint with the Cowboys. Uh, how does and you eventually ended up with the Hamilton Tiger Cats? How does the Canadian game differ uh, from the American game? Because there is a different like set of rules up there, isn't there? Yeah, there's there's a, there's a big difference. Like um, one that stands out is like all right, the ball is fumbled. No, it's not whoever had the last possession. It's whoever touched, touched the ball last will get possession of the ball. So, but I mean, that's just one. But also, there's, there's, uh, there's 12 players on the field. The clock is only 20 seconds, and you know, there's constant movement. And it's, it's, yeah, it's really big on communication up there and the ability to move around and make a lot of plays. And you can't just be a one one big guy because you know they only have 44 people on the roster, and half the roster is Canadian. So. If you're American, you have to be like really, really good and can do a lot of things because it's so limited. So. The the rule up there is on a fumble, it's the first one to touch the ball. Yeah, the last one to touch the ball, the last team to touch the ball gets possession. That is strange. That's a weird rule. Yeah. Um, when you were cut by the Cowboys, what does your mindset turn into after that? Is it, I want to find another team now, or is it just take a little bit of time to realize what has just happened? Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, the first time it happens, I mean, you're always disappointed. You're like, you're the sorriest player that's ever played. But, I mean, right after that, you're like, man, like, I want to move on. I want to go to another team. I want a better opportunity. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a part of the process. Everybody gets cut, I feel like, and it's just, Understanding this part of the game, sometimes they need another position, and that means they got to get rid of your position, and you got to happen to be that guy. But I mean, you're just looking for the next best thing. Uh, so you participated in the XFL Summer Showcase in Dallas last Friday. Now the XFL doesn't start till next season. Are there any plans this off season for maybe working out for an NFL club or even the Canadian Football League? Uh, I mean, Canada's in the in the mix right now. As far as in their season's already begun, so but um, that one might be a little iffy. But the NFL, I know, I would love to do that. But I mean, I understand the, the gist of it and how they operate. Because like, my last tape is from 2015 and it's 2019, so that that one's like pretty slim to none. But if I got an opportunity, I'd for sure be ready for it. What What are you hoping to gain here from the XFL? Is it just uh, an opportunity not only just to extend your career? Uh, 
but maybe just get a look from the NFL and say, I'm here to play. This is how much I love playing, that I'll play in the XFL to, part to, to just to get a shot to be back on an NFL roster? Yeah, no doubt. Like, you know, I've, I've had former teammates, like, come from the offseason that were newly acquired from the Cowboys, and they're like, you didn't play last year? I'm like, no, I was on practice squad. And they're like, I don't, I don't get it. So it's kind of like, you know, always like, and I've just Hall of Fame guys that told me that, and they're like, yeah, if you were on any other team, you would have been playing as a rookie, like, starting. But I was like, that's just what comes with it. Whatever situation you're dealt with, you got to handle that. But yeah, now I'm looking forward to playing again and just having the opportunity to show again that, you know, I can really play. I've seen your highlights from Texas Tech and preseason Dallas Cowboys. You should be on an NFL roster. There is room for you in this league. Yeah, no doubt. I agree with that. But, I mean, there's always the politics that come with it, too, that, you know, some people don't always understand. We're hoping the XFL can be a large opportunity for you to get back to the NFL. Do you see a league like the XFL? We, we just had the Alliance of American Football fold after eight weeks. If you do pursue a career in the XFL, is that a concern of yours that the league won't go as far as people think it would or even ownership thinks it would? No, I'm not even concerned with that. It's just, you know what I'm saying, I'm blessed to even be invited to such like, a good opportunity as that because I always feel like, you know, I'm not the only guy that's kind of slept on and you know, all these other leagues have farm systems and things are for people to keep playing but it's just like football you only could really show what you could do during the games and you know for some guys they only get opportunities during the preseason and you know something happens and then kind of careers kind of killed off you know instead of having another outlet to play you know what I'm saying so yeah. I feel like regardless you know it'll be a good uh, opportunity and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that it pans out because there's a lot of good, good players like myself that don't didn't really get the opportunity they should have gotten uh, we've talked to other people who have said there is almost nothing like walking into Jerry World and being able to play, whether it be preseason, regular season. What is the most uh, exciting environment you've played in, whether it be college or professional ball? Uh, I'm going to say probably the liveest was it was like when we went out, we played in London against Jacksonville, and you know we're all, obviously across the pond. But no, just the high atmosphere, like dude, those guys across the pond really love football, American football, and you know we're in the we're in the tunnel basically, right, right, waiting to go out, and then like the fireworks and going off, and then it's just like dude, they cut all the lights off. So that sounds awesome. It was almost like. Yeah. Yeah, it was like almost feeling like you were really about to go to war, and it was like, damn, this shit is live, you know? But that was really dope. And then there was another experience as well in college. We played Oklahoma. This was when we were number 10 in the nation. Uh, I think they were 14 or 15, but we had a couple rain delays. We come out, again, it's all foggy overcast, but you barely feel the other side, and it's like, shit, it's total time to go. Well, Will, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We wish you luck in the XFL endeavor coming up in your career. And we are very excited to see uh, what you got left because it's still, you got you got ball left in you. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. No doubt. So thanks, Will. Uh, have a good one. All right, man. You guys too. Hey, give me a follow on my uh, my uh, my Instagram for my new uh, website. It's called D Legacy Athletics. Oh, we got you. We'll put that on. Uh, we'll put that on our podcast description and our website.
appreciate that. Thanks, man. Have a good one. So we want to thank Will Smith for being on the show. Great interview. The CFL is fucked. Class yeah. Why is it that if there's a fumble, it's first team to touch the ball gets it? That's a weird rule. It's fucked. So we're going to wrap up this episode because the NHL draft starts in eight minutes and I want to watch it and I want to cry because the devil's going to fuck up. Hey, you don't know that. Jack Hughes, baby. So we're going to end this episode like we do with every episode with some hot takes. Who has one? I do. I do. Okay, Zach, go first. Um, Tom, Zach, got you first. I'm pretty sure Pete Alonzo will be in the home run derby, and if not... Vladimir be, Guerrero Jr. said he's doing it. I, I would really... Oh, I'd love to see Vlad in there, but I think Pete Alonzo wins it. If Over Vlad? Yes. I got Vlad. Nope, I got Pete Alonzo. Okay. Uh, Tom? I think the Devils are going to try and offer Mitch Marner $11 million. Or God, 12 I hope so. All right. Trish? I think that at the end of this night, the Devils are going to be a completely different team and really Oof. dangerous. Yes. <laughs> I think uh, Mitch Marner eventually ends up re-signing with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, why you got to make it sad? Because yeah. I just think that's what's going to happen. That's and what's going to happen? They're going to be in cap hell. Yeah. yeah. They are already, but they can move Kapanen and Kadri and other pieces, and he wants a four-year deal. So... He doesn't want to match. We'll so get Panarin, we'll see you on Tuesday after the NHL draft. Well, maybe not me. I might shoot myself. The Devils get this wrong tonight. So we'll see you on then Tuesday. Then who am I going to go games with? And Zach, who sucks on the Mets? What's his name? Uh, Second base. There's so many. Second base. Robinson fucking so Cano.